Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Madman in the Attic podcast. Uh, it is I, as always, your host, the Madman, and today is November 17th, 2016. Uh, yeah, still, still 2016, man, this year. <laughs> When's it gonna end? Well, fucking it, it's gonna end on December 31st, but I mean, you know, it just seems like this year is... Oh, man. It's a long-ass year, right? Can we agree on that? It just seems to be stretched out more than, I don't know, other years in recent memory. To me, at least. To me, at least. I don't know why. I mean, it, it goes against the grain. You know what I mean? In general, it seems like uh, the older you get, right, the faster time seems to go by in some ways, I think, right? When you were a kid, yeah, when you were like seven or eight years old, you know what I mean? A year seemed like a fucking year. That was a long-ass time, you know? You know, on your ninth birthday, thinking ahead to when you'd be ten. Dude, that stretched out to infinity, man. Right? When you're in school, I mean, an actual school day, that, that, that shit seemed to last for months, right? And now, you know, it's the opposite, right? Time time passes too quickly, right? Your children are born, and then suddenly they're growing up just so fast. So fast. Oh my gosh. I'm going to sing Sunrise, Sunset. I would if I if I knew any of the words to that song, actually. Good old Fiddler on the Roof, man. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of truth. A lot of truth in that musical. Um, <laughs> anyway, how are you guys doing? You guys getting over the election yet? You guys recovered? Put it behind you? <laughs> Moving on? Uh, that is, that's definitely one of the reasons this year seems so long, is that fucking election cycle was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Right? Thank God it's over. It's over. Don't have to worry about it anymore. I love that mentality, man. I love that mentality. That the election, it's not the beginning of something. You know what I mean? It's not the beginning of a presidency with actual effects and repercussions on real people. The election is just, it's just another sporting event, dude. It's just another fucking sporting event for us to watch on our TV and root for our team. And if our team wins, we're excited. Yay! And we have a party and then we forget about it. Or if our team loses, we bitch about it for a couple days and then we move on to the next sport. You know what I mean? There were even, I even saw dude, some things online about like the NFL, like on ESPN or whatever. They were saying, hey, you know, now that the election's over, now more people are going to be tuning into football. It's going to get its viewership back. The NFL is saved. You know, <laughs> it's just, oh, really? Dude, is that right? I don't know, man. I don't know. I suppose it is true. I suppose that's actually how we do it. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stupid people around, man. You know? There are. I, I know it sounds, uh, you know, you don't, you don't, li nobody likes to say that they're part of the stupid group. You know what I mean? But let's face it, man. Half of all people are, uh, of below average intelligence. Okay? All right? And if you, if you can't understand that statement, you might be in that group. All right? Um, no, why am I being such a dick today? I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, I do know. I've got my theories. First of all, I'm a little sick, so I apologize in advance for being a little sniffly, like uh, like our friend Donald was during the, the first debate. Uh, drinking my orange juice today. I got some fresh squeezed, fresh squeezed OJ instead of my usual water, so I'll be sipping that. I apologize for any extraneous sounds you might hear as I slurp down my OJ. Um, 
And of course, speaking of extraneous sounds, right? Today is uh, podcast recording day here at the Madman House. So what does that mean? It's just fucking construction outside, right? I swear to God, I don't know how those fuckers know I'm recording a podcast, but <laughs> they are uh, repaving, I guess, or laying down new asphalt. I don't know if that's the same as repaving because I'm an idiot, but it's not even on my street, man. It's like two, it's two streets over. There's a residential street, two streets over. Um, so literally, I don't, I, I never go on that street. This, it has, this has no positive effect on me whatsoever. There's just houses. I don't go there. There's nothing to buy. I don't know anybody on that street. Um, it's just two blocks over, and they are repaving it for some reason. I mean, I, I know why they're repaving it because all the streets around here need repaving. I don't know why they chose that particular street because, as I said, all of our streets fucking suck, dude. Dude, what's going on with the streets in this country? I know it sounds like you know, fucking political rant or whatever, but, I mean, yeah, man, fuck, I remember when I was, when I was a kid, um, I don't know, maybe it wasn't like this, maybe when I was a kid, I just rode my bike, so I didn't notice shit as much, but, sure seems like now, dude, like, there's no good streets anymore, you know what I mean? Like, if you're on a good street, you're like, wow, this is a nice street, like, if if there's no potholes, if, if it's a relatively smooth grade, like, I notice it now. I'm like, ooh, damn, I must be in a nice neighborhood because, uh, you know, I'm not hitting any massive potholes. The rest of the city, dude, is fucked up, you know? I'm sure Trump will fix that, though. Not to worry. Not to worry. Um, <laughs> watch, dude, I watched some interview. I'm not going to get too political today, I swear to God. But I was watching some interview with a woman in, I'm going to say Ohio. I'm pretty sure it was Ohio. And she was head of the local... Um, Republican group there, and uh, honestly, she seemed like a nice woman, and she made some decent points. She made some good points regarding why she was going to vote for Trump, etc. Um, I mean, I can understand, dude. I understand a lot of the, you know, whatever. Uh, a lot of people in that area, they kind of, they kind of given up on, on you know, regular politics as usual. I understand that, but then she said, um, she got onto the topic of race, right? And this was somewhere in not urban Ohio. I mean, I don't know where she was exactly, but it was everybody in the background of this video was was white. Literally everybody in the video. There was no there was no color. Uh, there was no melatonin involved. Um, they were all really pasty white people. Anyway, she goes. Uh, the, the reporter was asking her something about, like, do you think this, you know, do you think that this, the support for Trump has anything to do with race? Like, people, I don't know how he phrased it. And her, the, the woman's response was basically, um, was basically, no, of course not. That's absurd. That's absurd. And then she went on to explain how uh, racism in our country did not exist before the Obama presidency. Um she basically said that before Obama was president, uh, blacks and whites got together, you know, got along just fine. Everybody lived together. We were we were a melting pot, um, which is always a weird term, dude. I don't understand. Why do we fucking call it a melting pot? Uh, first of all, I don't know what the fuck that is. Maybe that's something like a couple of generations ago they used to cook, I guess. Is it just a pot where you would melt shit together? Like you put in some chocolate, put in some butter, put in some ice cream, melt it together? I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I imagine I could do research on this, but I'm not going to. So, uh, anyway, it's always a stupid metaphor. America's a melting pot. Dumbass metaphor. Anyway, 
She goes, uh, yeah, but then Obama came along and uh, then we started to have racial tension. And so she hopes that the Trump presidency will restore, you know, the status quo, the pre-Obama racist list society that we all used to have, that we all remember (laughs) pre-2008, 2009, whenever Obama came into office. Um, Yeah, anyway. So, so that's, that's what's going on, man. We got, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stupid, I'm not saying Trump voters are stupid people. There's a lot of dumbass Clinton voters. Um, I'm just saying there's a lot of dumb people, dude. There's a lot of fucking idiots are running around. All right. Can we agree on that? We don't have to identify who they are. Cause I know we won't agree on that, but, uh, yeah, dude, we're not all smart. We can't all be fucking above average intelligence. All right. Maybe maybe the average intelligence is creeping up, although I doubt that. I, I don't see much evidence to that, <laughs> pointing to that. But uh, regardless, dude, half of us are under average intelligence, all right? Right. Or maybe it's the median. See, fuck, I don't know. I guess I'm in that group. I, I can't ever remember, you know? Is it the average, the median? Ah, fuck, I don't know. Anyway, like I said, dude, I'm in a bad mood, all right? I, uh... I uh, oh, big news this week in the Madman House was uh, IKEA trip. All right, woohoo! Big fun for the whole family, right? We uh, yeah. If you do not have an IKEA around you, um, well, first of all, consider yourself lucky that you don't have one. But second of all, where the fuck are you? Like, I don't know where you're living if you don't have an IKEA near you now, because they're fucking everywhere. At least where I go, and. Um, yeah, there is that. That's there is no four letter word in the English language that uh, that drives that drives the fear of God into me more than that. IKEA. We go. I don't know how often we go. A couple times a year, maybe. And uh, every time we go, fucking ends in disaster. You know. I told my wife. I feel like if you were an alien, just viewing Earth from space, and you could you know zoom in to any level. You would you would think that IKEAs were uh, basically factories for taking for transforming happy couples into angry, yelling, bitter couples, right? Because people go in, they seem like they're happy, you know. You know the woman's on the guy's arm. They look all they're all smiling. They're gonna they're dreaming of their new home, all the wonderful things they're gonna buy in this wonderful store, and then they come out, and they're, ah! they're all yelling, <laughs> man's all pissed off, woman's all yelling, ah! that's what happens, man, that's what happens to us, that is what happens to us, but not this week, dude, not this week, because the man-man had a plan, um, yeah, now, I put this plan into place quite some time ago, I don't want you to think this was like an ad hoc, impromptu kind of improvised thing, no, 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 this is, this is way too important, dude. Getting out of going to Ikea is, no no joke, dude, one of the top five most important things on my agenda, all right? So I had laid the plans carefully. It was all in place, and uh, basically it worked out. Basically it worked out. What happened was uh, my mother-in-law wanted to go along, and I encouraged this. I encouraged my mother-in-law to go along. Why? Because then she got my father-in-law to agree to drive. Which meant that my father-in-law, who had never been to Ikea before, dude, and I got to admit, uh, 
I do feel a little guilty about this. I'll explain why in a moment. But my father-in-law agreed to take the whole family to Ikea. So he drove, my mother-in-law went, my wife went, my two kids all went on a happy little outing to that beloved mom-and-pop store we call Ikea. Um, <laughs> I feel bad, dude. I saw him the next day. So I got I got out of it. I didn't have to drive. I didn't have to do anything. Um, well, I didn't have to do anything while they were there. Right? Of course, I got to put the shit together afterwards, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, I saw my father-in-law the day after they went, and I was like... I, I started to make a joke about it, you know what I mean? And I could immediately tell from the expression on his face <laughs> that no jokes were to be told regarding that trip. He fucking hated it. I mean, you know, and, and he's at the age now where, dude, I love, I, I got to give him mad respect because he has just gotten to the age where he doesn't give a shit about anything anymore, dude. I... I can't wait till I reach that age, that that state of nirvana where you can just like all the sensors are off. Uh, there's absolutely no reason for him not to say all the shit that comes into his head, because really, what are the repercussions? What's going to happen? You know. So, yeah, he just went off for like a minute and a half on the horrors of IKEA, and you know what am I going to say, dude? I totally agree with him, you know. But I guess next time I'm probably going to have to get I'm going to get roped into uh, to the next trip. But anyway, I, I missed out on this one, so that was wonderful. They brought all this shit home, of course. Um, so somehow I'm happy about this. I'm happy that, you know, we spent a lot of money that we probably can't afford on shit that we probably don't need um, for stuff that I have to put together, which I probably won't be able to do correctly. <laughs> and yet, dude, I'm happy, you know? There we go. I'm happy that I got out of it. Uh, yeah, but not happy about the fucking, ah, oh, dude. I don't know. I hate putting IKEA shit together. I, if it's if it's a simple thing, I like it. You know what I mean? Because it's like a Lego. You know what I mean? It's like you're a kid. You get it's like Lincoln Logs or something like that, where you just like you follow the instructions. Bada boom, bada boom. Um, you know, I like to pretend to my family that it's a big deal. So I, I make everybody leave the room. I close the door. I absolutely forbid any disturbance um, because you know that'll wreck the furniture that I'm working on. I make that very clear. If, if I am in any way disturbed, you know, the fucking the chisel could slip out of my hand and just gouge the wonderful fake particle board veneer <laughs> of the of the Billy bookshelf or whatever it is I'm fucking trying to trying to <laughs> trying to build. But it's at least I get some peace, man. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I also make it seem like it's going to take a really long time. I'm like, OK, uh, this this bookshelf will take me five hours. So you all need to go out. Get out of the house. Leave dad alone. Uh, there's all kind of th- kinds of threats involved. Whatever. Anyway, the point is, I get some peace and quiet. Put on some music. Open a couple beers. You know, not at the same time. I mean, you know, consecutively. And uh, you know, it can be a decent time if 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 uh, if it's something that I can actually put together. You know. Um, and I got to admit, dude, I got to say this right off the bat. I'm, I'm fucking horrible at putting shit together, all right? I am not one of those guys who is handy, all right, around the house. I just, I'm not, all right? I've got other gifts, okay? I can't, uh, what, what, what am I going to say? You know what I mean? But for some reason, man, it's, it's you know, in our, in our post-sexism world, 
um, it's it it's fine for women to not be able to do anything that's traditionally expected of women. You know what I mean? Like in the sense that, like again, like my wife, she's a horrible cook, man. All right, and that's cool. I mean, it is. It's fine. I I can't like. And I don't feel this either. I don't feel fundamental. Oh, she is a female, therefore she m- must be able to cook. No, I'm like it sucks. I would rather she was a better cook, but whatever. Uh, you know, uh, it, just because you're a female doesn't mean I expect you to be able to, uh, you know, make chicken and dumplings or whatever the fuck. But and, and there's nothing, dude. There's nothing like that. At least that I do that I can think of. Maybe there is. My wife, if she ever gets her own podcast, I'm sure would tell you otherwise. But you know, fuck it. This is my podcast. I don't think there's anything I expect her to do just because she's a woman. You know what I mean? Or maybe I expect it, but once she tells me she can't do it, I'm like, ah, all right, well, you can't do it. You're no good at that. You know what I mean? Um, and most of the women, dude, I'm telling you, most of the women I've been in relationships with, I mean, what, I don't know, what are the traditional things you would expect a woman to be able to do? Um, keep house. There's a good phrase that we don't use anymore, right? A housekeeper. You would keep the house means like shit would just be kept, I guess, (laughs) like, you know, kept in order. Stuff would be clean. You know, uh, that doesn't really happen anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, as I said, the women I have personally known, um, cleaning the house, not, nah, nah, not high on their lists, you know, not something they're good at doing. And not something they really... I mean, most of the women I know prefer a clean house to a messy house. They just aren't very good at cleaning it themselves. You know what I mean? Not that I am either. And you know what I'm saying? That's fine. That's okay. But then for some reason, the fact that I have a pair of testicles immediately means that I have to... I, I am expected to be able to do quite a few things, at least in my experience. You know what I mean? Number one, fucking fix shit. You know what I mean? Be handy around the house. Right? Something's broken. I got to be able to fix it. And if I can't, you know, my my wife or previous girlfriends, uh, you know, look on me like I am a, yeah, a eunuch, basically. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, if you had testicles, you would be able to repair the curtain rod that fell off of the dining room ceiling. Um, but I can't, man. I mean, I can. I can make an effort, you know, I, I, but I suck at it, you know. I screw shit in, and uh, it's not quite tight. Nothing's ever quite right angles. You know what I mean? And I try, man. I do try. I do want to be able to do some of this stuff better. Um, It's not like I don't give a shit. You know, there's other stuff I don't give a shit about, but I would like to be able to uh, be better at these things. I just, I don't know. I'm not capable of it, all right? I'm not capable of it. And again, if I were a female, that wouldn't be a big deal. But here I am, poor white male, suffering the victim yet again <laughs> of expectations. Um, anyway, Ikea stuff. A lot of Ikea stuff is easy to put together. All right. I mean, you know, the fucking bookcases. I've done, I don't know, hundreds of those over the course of my life at this point. I could probably put them together with my eyes closed. But um, there's a number of stuff. Like as, as it increases in complexity, um, you know, my ability to, to actually build the things uh decreases like i had to, like my son's bed dude i feel so bad like after my son moved out of his crib which was early my wife didn't like the crib because uh 
Why didn't she like the crib? Oh, I remember. Because when he would cry, she wanted to be able to like lie down next to him for a couple minutes so to put him back to sleep. Like if we put him down and he would wake, you know, he'd wake up in the middle of the night or whatever. Um, she said, and she was right. You know, she said if, if he's still in the crib, like she can't, she'd either have to take him out of the crib and hold him and then put him back in the crib, at which point he'd often wake up yet again or like bring him into our bed or whatever. And I was like, anything to avoid that. I will gl- gladly pay for and help build. So he moved out of a crib at a pretty young age. I don't know what it was, but, you know, he got into a regular bed. And it's got, like, the guardrails and shit like that. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not dangerous, I don't think. He's never fallen out or anything like that. But I had to build it. It was an Ikea bed. And uh, I don't know, man. I fucked it up, you know. There's, like, uh, it's I can't even explain it. That's how fucking incompetent I am at this whole business, but it's like a pull-out bed, so a trundle bed, I think, right? You can pull out the bottom of it, and there's another bed under there, so it's kind of complex. I don't want to, you know, I'm not, (laughs) it's not fucking, (laughs) it's not like I'm building the Brooklyn Bridge, but I'm saying it's not like it was just a four legs and a frame kind of bed, you know what I mean? There's drawers, and there's the pull-out part, and all this shit, right? And something went wrong, man. So I just couldn't get everything lined up. So, like, there's two drawers on the front, and they don't <laughs> – like, individually, if you just looked at one of them, they look fine. Like, if you looked at one, you're like, oh, that, that looks fine. It, the, 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 the drawer – the face of the drawer is flush with the face of the, the rest of the bed. That looks cool. And then you look at the other drawer, and you're like, well, that could be fine by itself. It, it's not flush. It's, it's set out a little bit, but the way it's set out, it looks, it looks good. It looks like that's the way it's supposed to be. But you look at them next to each other, and which is obviously the only way you would look at them, um, and it looks fucked up, you know. So I apologize. Sorry, son. Sorry. Dad doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I love you anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, now I got all this other Ikea shit I got to put together. Again, you, shit we do not need, all right? That's the fucking problem with Ikea, dude, is it? You know, before we go to Ikea, my wife and I sit down for this fucking marathon session She's got the catalog, and she's already pre previewed the catalog, like in the sense that she's spent a considerable enough time leafing through the catalog, marking shit in the catalog, you know, dreaming of what our future home is going to look like via the pictures in the catalog, whatever. So she's got this all sort of pre-done before we even have our meeting, before we even go to the store, all right? So we sit down. And, and, you know, she leaves through the catalog. She tells me what she's thinking. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I start off in a spirit of cooperation. I really do, you know. And it lasts for maybe 90 seconds. I mean, no exaggeration. I just very quickly become a fucking, I feel like a denier. You know what I mean? Not like a Holocaust denier. Like just a denier of all my wife's wishes, which is which is maybe worse. You know, so she's like, I was thinking about how, what if we had like a, instead of the kitchen table, we had like a round, and I'm like, no, no, no. Everything, everything just seems, I don't know, man. I'm like, aren't we fine the way we are? Like, we don't need new shit in our house. I understand if something gets old and it falls apart, uh, or it just gets dinged up. You know, we got kids, like a lot of our shit starts to look like, it's getting pockmarked, like it's like somebody's taking pot shots at it with a BB gun. You know what I mean? I don't know how they do it, but there's like little chips of stuff come off. And okay, you know, I, I can understand. We got to replace those. That's fine. Um, 
But there's other stuff, man, that's completely fine. It's completely functional. It's all working for us. Why do we need to get new versions of those things, you know? Just because shit doesn't match exactly or because the new thing looks better or whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm not going to bore you guys with the, with the arguments. Because um, you guys are on my side, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. It's, uh, it's a waste of money. It is. Dude, fucking, I don't know. Whole, like, capitalist consumerist bullshit. Sometimes I just get so fed up with it. I seriously do. It just seems like in order for the whole cycle to keep moving... We just all got to keep buying new shit, you know, and throwing our old shit out or giving it away or recycling it. It doesn't matter, by the way, any of those things. It doesn't matter. You're not actually destroying your shit. You're still participating in overall the addition of more shit to the world. All right. Let's not let's not kid ourselves here. OK, you can give all your shit away to charity. And that's that's better, I think, than throwing it away. So it goes into some fucking landfill. But even if you give it to charity, when you get your new shit, your old shit is still around. That's still, like, on, you know, whatever. The poor kid. Dude, the poor kid's down the... We, we, we brought some of our kids' toys and clothes to, uh, to like, a shelter a couple blocks down from our house. And, uh, I don't know, man. It was, it was a sobering moment, I got to tell you. You know? Because my kids didn't want to give up any of their toys, right? So we had this fight about... You know, I, I was trying to uh, un- help them understand that it's a good thing for them to get rid of their old toys. First of all, because we don't have enough space for all their shit. Um, so, you know, if they want to be able to, like, get new shit for Christmas, we're going to have to start getting rid of some of the old shit. I didn't phrase it quite like that with the children, but you know what I mean. And uh, finally, yeah, they, they, they did a good job. My kids, they picked some stuff that they thought would be good to uh, give away. And I uh, I brought it down, man, and it was... I don't know, man. It was it was kind of depressing. I got to be honest with you. You know, there there's, there were women waiting outside with their kids, and the kids they were just so excited, man. They were so happy to see anything that that I, I brought. Um, I don't know the, the the expressions on those kids' faces. Uh, you know, just just reminds you that a lot of people don't have, you know, don't have anything, man. They 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 really don't, you know. And then other people have just so much shit. That literally, you know, most of us have so much shit that, that new shit, we think it's going to, like, increase our happiness. But it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It just, it just, it's just more shit. Our happiness level stays the same. But we're so conditioned to think, oh, yeah, of course, if I get this new thing, I'm going to be X amount happier. And you're not. You're not, dude. You're not. So, I don't know. Give your shit away this Christmas. That's my, uh, that's my message. There you go. That's a good Christmas motto. Give your shit away. Um... Although, <laughs> you can't even do that, apparently. I don't know if you guys saw this story. I saw it a couple weeks ago. I, you probably didn't see it because it wasn't a big story. I don't, it wasn't like a national news story. It wasn't anything important like the elections or the fucking mannequin craze, whatever the fuck you call that thing. How fucking stupid is that, man? How fucking – Jesus Christ. I mean, really, where are we as, as a society, dude, that the mannequin challenge even exists, number one? But – even worse, that like major news sources report on the mannequin challenge. You know what I mean? I don't know, dude. We're, this is—it's not news, all right. That's not news, all right. I know my podcast is not news either, but I'm just saying, like, if I if I you know look at whatever CNN or whatever mainstream media site you prefer, um, 
the mannequin challenge, you know, what is the mannequin challenge? How did it start? Who's doing it? That, that's not news, man. That's fucking get it off the news pages, all right? It doesn't, it's, it just doesn't matter. It does not matter. Anyway, let me get a sip of OJ here. Cool down. Um, <laughs> there was a story, I don't know, a couple weeks back, maybe a month or so back, um, this guy's my dad of the week, all right? I'm going to have a dad of the week. I'm going to start nominating a dad every 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 week I do the podcast. Well, maybe not everyone because I'm not actually that uh, on top of things, but <laughs> I'll probably be doing it randomly. Today's dad of the week, um, it was this guy in Michigan. I'm pretty sure it was in Michigan. And there was actually a couple generations of dads involved. So the dude, let's say was a middle-aged guy, and his dad, who was, I think, like, in his 80s or even 90s or something like that, his dad, the grandpa, owned a massive teddy bear collection, okay? So he had, like, hundreds or maybe even, like, a thousand teddy bears or some ridiculously large collection, all right? And, you know, his dad's getting older, and they talked about it, and they, they you know, the dad needed, the grandpa, I should say, wanted to, uh, you know, downsize his collection, okay? So... His son, the, the middle-aged guy, decided, hey, what I will do is I will go down. I'll bring these two uh, charities, right? Uh, no, that doesn't work because he brought them to like some shelter, I think, uh, you know, for, for battered women or something like that. And some other charities or whatever, he, he brought these bags of these wonderful teddy bears, wonderful gift. And um, apparently some charities wouldn't accept the stuffed animals. Because they were not brand new, all right? So, you know, they don't want them if they're... And it's not like they were fucking... I, I mean, they, they were part of a collection that this grandpa owned. I don't think it was like they'd been at a at a preschool for years and years. You know how shit at, like, preschools... I mean, that shit gets beaten up, you know what I mean? I, I can understand them not taking that. But these were... I mean, they weren't in packages brand new. But as far as I could tell, they were just... They'd just been sitting around this grandfather's house for years. I mean, they weren't, like... Whatever. They were fine. They should have accepted them. But no. All right. So these charities won't accept the stuffed animals. So what did they do? They had a good idea. They said, well, why don't we just start handing them out? You know what I mean? We're going to distribute these bears to uh, to kids just randomly, you know? So the middle-aged guy went out, and he would uh, he, he was very clear. He only handed out the teddy bears to kids who were with parents um, and... You know, it wasn't like randomly like going up to strange kids and like pushing the bears on them when the when the adults weren't around. No, he would um, I think go to like parking lots or parks or just people walking on the street or whatever, uh, you know, bus stops, shit like that. And and kids were with adults. You know, he would he would start giving them these teddy bears, which sounds so nice, dude. Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> And this dude, by the way, he is, uh, I think he's ex-Marine and also an ex-police officer. Um, so, I don't know, right? Feel-good story of the year? Not at all. No. Why? Because <laughs> people started to freak the fuck out, okay? So people started to uh, believe that there was potential danger here, right? So the school district started to set up a Facebook page that warned people about this guy, you know, that there's this man heading out teddy bears to kids. Um, 
They made emergency phone calls saying, uh, you know, that this guy is passing out things. Who knows what's going on? No, he never threatened anybody. He wasn't, like, trying to lure students. There was none of that shit, all right? Um, but people started to speculate, right? People were like, especially on that on the Facebook page, people were like, oh, the Bears. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, this is, some, this is true shit. People were like, the Bears could be filled with heroin syringes. Heroin syringes, right? That's 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 what people speculated that the dude might be hiding in the stuffed animals that he was handing out for free. Or also people speculated hidden cameras, hidden cameras inside the teddy bears so that they, there could be some kind of surveillance uh, taking place. You know what I mean? Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean... I understand, as a parent, I understand you're being cautious, all right? But what the fuck, dude? Can we all agree that, yeah, just, this is not the society we want to live in, right? We don't, I don't want to live in a society where if some nice dude is handing out free teddy bears to kids, that the rest of us think there's, that, you know, we need to fucking call the police because he might be handing out heroin syringes or have hidden cameras in there. <sighs> it's it's depressing, dude. It's fucking depressing. Anyway, hats off to that guy for trying to make an effort, you know. Um, but, you know, and I have to ask. I mean, I do wonder, the fact that he's a guy, I wonder how much that affects people's perception of him. Because if, if it was a, a mom out there, and this dude's a dad, by the way. He's not like a, you know, he's got a, at least a teenage son, I think it said in the article. Um, I'm not going to go off on like a sexism, you know, anti-feminism rant or anything like that but it it i do wonder if if he were a female if if people's reaction would have been differently would have been different um and i understand as i said i understand to some extent people's reaction i'm just pointing out that it sucks dude it's sad and i don't know man you know hopefully trump can uh turn this all around so we can all love each other again you know bring unity bring unity back to our divided nation <laughs> Anyway, uh, why the fuck was I talking about all that? Uh, I was talking about Ikea at some point. I don't know how I got from that to a dude distributing teddy bears potentially filled with heroin syringes. Um, well, anyway. Um, yeah, the Ikea thing, I, I'm glad I got out of it. But as I said, now I've got my work lined up for me. Um, there's a... Uh, there's... Another problem we had in our in our household, which was my children, my son specifically, my son has discovered that, well, he's, he's basically started picking his nose, all right? Let's just lay our cards on the table, all right? He's two years old, up until now, for whatever reason, hasn't really been able to master the dex, you know, the, the manual dexterity necessary to to get his finger in there. But now once he has, Oh baby, he is not going to stop for anything. Like his, the inside of his nose has replaced his penis as his favorite place to have his hand. And that my friends is saying something because I'm telling you, man, he liked, <laughs> he enjoyed the hand on the penis for quite some time. And he'll probably get back there. I'm sure as we all did, as we all have at some point, but for the moment, dude, it's right up the nose. And my wife um, my wife flips out, dude. My wife does not, is not cool on any level with him picking his nose and him eating it is like, 
<laughs> it's, I mean, dude, it's funny, man. I swear to God, I laugh because my wife, I, I've never, I, I don't know, I haven't seen her flip out like this over anything. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, Trump winning the election is nothing compared to my son taking a little bit of green snot out of his nose with his finger and sticking it, you know, and he enjoys it, man. He fucking loves it. All right. Let's not, let's not, uh, mince words here. He, well, first of all, I got to say, um, when, when I see him picking his nose, I kind of do marvel at the fact that, I mean, the human finger and the human nostril, they do seem pretty well designed in the sense of like, you could see why you'd think, oh, that seems like it was made to fit. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, when you're a little kid, you got your little finger. I mean, not your little pinky finger. I mean, your your pointer finger, which happens to be little. Uh, and it just seems to fit perfectly right in his nostril. You know what I mean? And then as you get older, your nostrils get bigger, and so do your fingers. It seems, it does seem, I don't know, you know, if you're, uh, if you're into intelligent design, I could see how you could argue <laughs> that, right? The matching of size between the circumference of your fingers and the diameter of your nostrils could be argued as evidence for a creator, you know, an intelligent, uh, an intelligent creator out there. Um, but my wife doesn't, doesn't buy that, but it is kind of, you know, I do kind of look at, it, I'm like, wow, it does look, looks perfect. Well, it just goes right in there. Can't, you can't get it too far in to do any damage. You really can't. I don't think, I mean, if you jam it up there, it starts to hurt, but you don't, you know, you know, you can't, I don't think do any permanent damage. Um, my wife says you can't. My wife says you can fuck things up in there. And maybe she's right. She's probably right. She's right about most shit like that. But, dude, I'm like, how many... First of all, prehistorically, or, or even during history, but pre, pre-readily pre available Kleenex, um, don't you think most people used to pick their noses? Wasn't that the standard operation? How else were you supposed to get that shit out? And I'm telling you, it's a good thing, man. Before he could pick his own nose, he still can't blow his nose. Blowing your nose is hard, dude. I mean, it's it's one of those things that until you have kids, you don't realize. It's actually a pretty complex operation for a small child, you know what I mean? To blow their nose. They got to understand how to breathe out and do it with enough force. And there's lots of ways to fuck it up. My daughter, she's five. She still can't really do it. So, you know, when you're like one or two, dude, they get fucking, their noses are all the time. I mean, basically from like September to April, um, there's there's various levels of congestion and runniness and just, it's a mess. I mean, children's noses, you know, until until they get into kindergarten age or whatever, they're just a mess. I mean, go to any preschool you want. Um, <laughs> it's fucking disgusting, man. I hate it. I go to my, I go drop my, my, my boy off in his preschool for a couple hours. I sit down with him. Usually I try to read him a story before I go. He likes that. I sit down. And start reading the story. And then all these other kids start thronging around us. You know what I mean? I'm like the mother hen in the fucking hen yard. And all these little chicks start coming around. Except they're not adorable chicks. Because they're all fucking, they've all got runny noses, you know? And, you know, the the the, the daycare monitors, whatever you call them. I mean, they, they try to wipe the kids' noses. But there's only so much they can do. I mean, they can't keep up with the massive flood of mucus emanating from these children's nostrils. Um... So almost all the kids, they're, you know, they're upper lip. They've got either, you know, they've either got actual fresh snot or it's like, ugh, that dried shit, whatever. I just don't want to, I don't want those kids to touch me. You know what I mean? I can just, I can feel myself getting sick as they cluster around me for the story. And, uh, 
you know, I don't want to be a dick about it, but on the other hand, yeah, I really don't, I really don't want them to get their snot anywhere near me, you know? Uh, anyway, but the point is, yeah, kids that age, man, it's tough for them to blow their nose. So it does seem like the nose picking is a good option. It does seem like it's the natural sort of way. I mean, dude, you know, you think if you were an animal, like a dog or something like that, they don't have, they don't have fingers, you know? They don't have opposable thumb. You don't even need an opposable thumb. You just need fingers. You need digits to get them up there. You don't think a dog is jealous of the fact that we can pick our own nose? You know? I mean, I look at my dog licking his own balls, and I'm like, ah, I wish I could do that. He looks at me picking my nose. He's like, dude, I wish I could do that. You know? I mean, we all, we've all we all got our, our pros and cons. But, uh, you know, as I said, my wife, my wife wants to take that away from him. <laughs> that precious gift that God has given us of being able to pick our own nose. And she wants to keep the man down. Um, anyway, of course, like my son, as soon as he sees that my wife freaks out, you know, nothing more fun than that. Nothing more fun than freaking mom out. So he, you know, he just does it for fun now. He'll stick his nose up there. Even if he doesn't have anything on it, he'll stick it back in his mouth just to get a reaction out of her, you know? Um, and, uh, I don't know, man. She she gets angry at me because I just I just start laughing, dude. It's the whole shit is it's all funny. It's just all funny to me, you know. Um, I mean, it is gross. I do think it's gross. Uh, you know. And then we had this disgusting conversation where she was like, "Well, what do you think would be better if he put it on the wall or put it in his mouth?" I was like, "What? Why 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 do I have to make that choice?" <laughs> and she was saying, "Yeah, some other kids like put it on the wall." Um. Or just, like, put their snot wherever they are. They're just, like, wiping on shit. And I was like, that would be gross. I agree. I agree. So I was like, so it's better. He puts it in his mouth. You know, it's a good thing. It's a sanitary. It's like a cycle. It's like he's taking care of his own, you know, it's a closed system, right? We're trying to teach him how to recycle, aren't we? So, <laughs> anyway. And then, of course, uh you know, we finally had this, we sat down with my son and she was like, you need to tell him. Because apparently, like, if my wife tells him shit, you know, that's not good enough. But if I tell him shit, somehow that's going to persuade him with my, you know, <laughs> my oratory is going to convince him that picking his nose and then eating it is actually a bad decision. Whatever. So I agree. I, I sat down and I'm like, hey, you know, I know this, whatever. And I think he understood what I was saying. He, he's, you know, he understands enough. Didn't make a difference, though, because like literally 20 minutes later. We uh, we started watching TV. Little SpongeBob, you know, you guys familiar with SpongeBob and his work? And of course, like in the episode of SpongeBob, SpongeBob was it SpongeBob or one of his friends? I don't remember. Somebody picks their nose, and my son started laughing, thought that was hilarious, and I did too. I mean, it was it was pretty funny, you know. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's a disgusting habit in adults, you know, I understand, I don't want, you know, I don't want to see adults doing that, dude, I don't care if you do it in the privacy of your own home, but, uh, as long as you wash your hands afterwards, you know, dude, hand washing, just keep doing it, alright, everybody, just wash your hands more, okay, I, I think, you know, we teach kids all these good habits, right, we're like, you gotta brush your teeth three times a day, you gotta wash your hands before you eat, all this stuff, and then we grow up and we don't, I don't know. Like, nobody does it. I don't understand. Like, I mean, all these adults I know, they're not washing their hands before every meal. I mean, they do if it's convenient. But, dude, tons of my friends and people I work with, people I, I just random people I know, 
I'm just saying, a little more hand washing would not be a bad thing. All right? All right. All right. All right, you guys. Well, let's see. This was, um, I don't know, on the scale of rambly versus coherent, um, I'd say it was about in the middle, you know, about an average Madman in the Attic podcast. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, thank you as always for tuning in. Um, try, as I said before, I hope you're getting over the election, but, uh, try to stay, what's the word they keep saying? Oh, engaged. That's what the word is. Engaged. Um, ah, fuck it. I don't care. Don't stay engaged if you want. Go, go drown your sorrows and forget about reality or stay engaged. Do whatever the fuck you want. But, uh, please, if you enjoyed listening to the podcast, uh, subscribe, rate, review, tell an amigo, um, whatever you want to do. And if not, at least tune in next week. All right. All right, guys, as always, thank you for listening. Take care. And I will talk to you guys next Thursday. All right. Have a great one. Bye-bye.